Hey there. If you're yearning for more order, joy, and precious moments of peace, and you want to be fully present with your little ones, I've got something special just for you. It's a free time audit tool that can be your first step towards reclaiming your time and finding that balance. Doing a time audit is key to unlocking a life filled with precious moments to be cherished. By using this tool, you will be able to reclaim control. You will gain a sense of control over your daily routines, allowing you to focus on what truly matters, like spending quality time with your children. You will rediscover joy. The time audit tool will help you identify time-wasting habits and replace them with activities that bring you joy and fulfillment. You'll also unearth peace. By managing your time more efficiently, you will experience a newfound sense of peace, reducing stress and chaos in your daily lives. You will also be more present with the ability to allocate your time mindfully. You'll be more fully present with your children, creating lasting memories during this precious phase of your kids' lives. In short, this time audit is the first step towards a life where you are in control, filled with joy, and able to savor the fleeting moments with your little ones. Don't miss out on this opportunity to transform your daily life into one that's truly meaningful and fulfilling. Grab your free time audit now and make the change you've been yearning for. Simply click on the link to the show notes where you are listening to this podcast or head over to tanyavalentinecoaching.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E coaching.com to access your free time audit today. Hey friend, my name is Tanya Valentine and I'm a mom of three registered nurse turned certified life coach and entrepreneur. And I'm so excited to welcome you to the Momentum Podcast, a weekly podcast where we bypass the small talk and get right into the real struggles moms face every day. From bedtime battles to feeling like no matter what we do, it's never enough. Think of this as your mom support group in the form of a podcast. Each week, we introduce new ways of thinking and actionable tools you can implement to bring more ease, peace, and joy in your home. Go from treading water to finding your flow in motherhood. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Momentum Podcast, the show dedicated to inspiring, uplifting, and empowering women on their journey through motherhood. I'm your host, Tanya Valentine. Thank you so much for listening. In today's episode, episode number 22, I invite you to join this conversation I had with my friend, Skylar Anderson, as we talk about facing challenges, drawing on our faith to give us strength, and how we are all worthy of honor. 
It doesn't matter what you have been through, your title, your financial status, marital status, your vocation. It doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom, a working mom, a work-from-home mom. You are worthy of honor. Skylar is a mompreneur, leader, aspiring author and singer-songwriter, worship leader, mentor, and an amazing friend. She is passionate about uplifting, encouraging, and influencing the next generation to understand their true identity and walk in purpose as they receive the truth that they are worthy of honor. Originally from the Big Apple, she currently resides in the South with her family, including her four beautiful children. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Skye. All right. Welcome to the show, Skye. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. So honored to have you on the show. And let's just dive right in. Just uh, can you please share with our audience your story and uh, just tell us a little about your life and where you're from, how many little kiddos you have? Yes, absolutely. I'd love to. So I won't share my entire story here today, but I am Skylar. Um, I go by Sky, Skylar, all of the things, mom, mompreneur, um, <laughs> friend, sister. Um, I'm originally from New York. <clears throat> um, recently, or a few years ago, moved down south and have not looked back. I've visited a few times, but it's super cold up there. I came down um, for college and then my family and I just decided to stay down here. So I've been in South Carolina ever since. Um, I've been in uh, project management before, uh, property management, and found out that I really loved um, being available and being able to make my own schedule for my kids. And so decided to use a lot of my gifts um, to go into um, business ownership. And uh, last year actually created a podcast and kind of a platform, if you will, called Worthy of Honor. And so I've been doing that ever since. And it's designed to pour into to men, women, but mainly the focus is just people that want to be encouraged um, to know that they're worthy of honor, to know that they are able to live lives that are fruitful, that um, anything that they've gone through in their life does not disqualify them from being able to do everything that they're called to do. And um, so, yeah, so that's where I am right now. I do have four kiddos. Um, they're seven, six, three and one and a half. So, um, every time I go out, people are like, Oh, you've got your hands full. And I'm like, well, I'd rather have them full than empty. So yeah. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Now I want to talk about, um, more of worthy of honor and what, ins- what really inspired you to, to start it? Sure. So the, the impetus for, for starting it, I think was when last year I just was going through a lot, um, in my family, lots of transitions, lots of things going on and realized, um, that the pressure that I was undergoing had to have been for a reason. Um, i had always had in the back of my head that I wanted to do something to pour into other people. I always feel, you know, that quote, you know, you rise by lifting others, um, and I've, I've always been that friend, you know, they came to me for advice, like, Hey, what do I do here? Um, but I really felt like the Lord, and this is just my own personal belief. I am a believer. 
Um, I am a Christian and I felt like God was calling me um, to use the things that I've been going through and not wait. I know a lot of the time people will wait until they've gone through it and they've overcome it and they've got that victory to feel like they're qualified to talk about it or they're qualified to move. And I just realized that there's not a person that God has used that hasn't walked through fire. And so I just decided, you know what, I'm going to mourn it and I'm going to move. And so I was like, I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to delay. I'm just going to do it. And so I got the name worthy of honor um, because I'd actually read a book. Um, It was called uh, Honor's Reward by John Bevere. Great book. Um, And in it, he just kind of talks about honor in all of the different areas of life. And it really changed my perspective, changed my life. Um, And I thought, I've got to share this. I've got to share this with the world. So that's kind of how that started. Okay. And I want to remind me to uh, link to that book too. Yes. uh, In the show notes. Uh, Because I've not, I've not read that book, but um, it's amazing. Yeah, I I would like to read it. And I'm sure that somebody listening today um, might be interested in reading it as well. So I'll make sure I uh, link that in the show notes. Well, I can totally relate to that. Like when you're that feeling of like when you're going through something and just, um, I don't know if it's the feeling of shame or fear of maybe like being judged or like just that maybe it's like that imposter syndrome feeling of like who am I to share this when I haven't I'm not on the other side of it yet and um I just think it can be so powerful though to hear from the person that is actual when you're like in it when you were like deep in it just because you are just so close to it and like you can I feel like you can just relate to that person that's also going through maybe a similar situation or you know maybe not exactly what you're going through but they're going through a tough time and Mm -hmm. um I feel like you're just you can relate that much more because you're in it it's not like in the past and you know like Mm-hmm. the further like we were just talking about this today I was like sky I don't even like maybe we should like we were talking about maybe postponing this because <laughs> I had an idea in my head of like a podcast episode that I wanted to do because like something yeah. happened I'm like I have to write about this now because the further yeah. away from you from from it you get right you just forget <laughs> you forget what right. it's like and it's just not the same so right. I have to applaud you and acknowledge you for um for doing this worthy of honor even though like you said like you're going through something um top and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to share the details um (laughs) you know but just uh yeah I just find that you're so much more relatable um absolutely when you you share like as you're going through it absolutely I think we all want to know that there's someone that can relate to our story. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that quote, I think it's, I'm going to totally butcher it, but you know, if you don't have a limp, you know, you never trust a man without a limp. Um, and I think that just comes from knowing that someone has overcome something or someone has walked through it, um, what you're going through right now. And they're, they're okay with being transparent about 
the times when you just wake up and you're like, I'm not feeling it today, but Mm -hmm. we're going to keep on going. You know, even just this morning, we were having that conversation. We were like, Mm -hmm. you know, I've got that. You were like, you know, I've got this podcast idea. We can totally postpone. I'm like, you know, I definitely, there was part of me that was like, yeah, let's do that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, let's postpone (laughs) this. But you know, when you, when you live your life based on feelings, um, mm-hmm. instead of what, you know, what's the purpose, what are you fighting for? And even, you know, this podcast that you've got here for moms, there are moms listening. I know that you are going through it right now. I've got four kids. I get it. There are days when I'm just like, mm, not today. We're not, we're not mumming today, but then you wake up and you know, I'm going to fight for them. I'm going to go one more day. I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, you know, a lot of people say I would die for my kids, but no, I'm deciding I'm going to live for my kids. Yes. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that turnaround. I'm going to live for my kids. Yes. And I can relate to that because I mean, not to bring this back to me, but Oh, just back in 2021, when I had my miscarriage, I mean, I don't know if anyone, you know, knew is listening, but in 2021, I had a life threatening miscarriage and I almost lost my life. And I'm telling you, like, I have never been so afraid to die. But the thing, like, I believe so strongly that the reason why I survived was because of my kids, because I just remember like, clear as day, just this feeling of, I can't leave my kids. I mean, at the time I just had two, it was Lucia and Rocco and Lucia was three, Rocco was one. And I was just like, like, they just got here. I I can't leave them. Yeah. I have. So yeah. Um, that's why I mean, I believe in making sacrifices for those that you love and for your children, but also and you have to take care of yourself mm-hmm. so that, like you said, you can live for yourself and live for your kids so that you can show up and be the best you can be mm-hmm. so that you can take care of them um, Absolutely. and show up for them as best you can. Right. Because we can't do that from or it's really hard. Like we we just don't show up as the best version of ourselves when, when we're depleted. Right. Right. Absolutely. And not having that mentality of, Oh, I've got to do everything all the time mm-hmm. and be everything and all things to all people. We're not, we're not designed to do life alone. Um, community is so important, which is why I love things like this podcast and, you know, just there are so many um, platforms and communities out there right now that are focused on um, building people up and just helping them to recognize that you're not alone. You know, like, again, my own personal belief, but I just feel like God, you know, designed us to be in community and mm-hmm. to to yeah. walk things out together. Yeah. And so the win is finding out that you're not you're not, you're stronger than you think you are and you get to, to do life with other people. So I love it. I love what you shared. And, and also with, you know, with your miscarriage and everything, I'm so sorry. Um, it's some of, some of the times we go through things and we're like, man, like, why did I have to experience that? You know, why did I have to go through that? And, 
you know, I think of just just stories in general, but one of the stories that maybe some of our listeners or people may be familiar with is that story of Job, you know, he's, oh, yes. mm-hmm. he's a person. Yeah. in the Bible, he lost everything, everything, <laughs> but the one thing he didn't lose was his fight, you know, and his, he, faith, his faith in God. And his mm-hmm. faith. Absolutely. That is going to yeah. get you through. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So you got this mamas. We've got this. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I want to talk about like, I know you've faced significant challenges, which we're not going to get into today, but can you just share, like, how do you navigate these difficulties and what keeps you resilient? What keeps you from, you know, when you get knocked down, you just get back up. Mm. So my faith, absolutely. Like knowing that when the pressure is on, um, it's there for a reason. The pressure is being applied for a reason. Um, I guess I'll share one story too, uh, just for the sake of time is the reason why I'm not going into all of my challenges, y'all. It's not a secret. It's not, it's not meant to be a mystery. We just don't have all day long, but I will share um, one thing that I, that I went through that I think may relate to other people. So, um, you know, last year I, I've gotten cholestasis before, um, in pregnancy and, um, with my first, she's seven now. And, um, so I knew the symptoms, I knew all the things to look out for. And, uh, with my, my first three, I had them, um, naturally, but, you know, we went to the hospital and, um, did all the things I, I, I told myself I wanted to go, no medication, all of the things. Right. Um, but for my fourth, I was like, you know what? I want to try something different. And so got the midwife, did the thing, was like, I'm going to have a home birth. And then literally the week of um, my my due date or when we were going to, you know, deliver, I, I had a meeting with my midwife. It was 39 weeks um, to the day. And she goes, honey, you've got cholestasis again which is, if you don't know what that is, it makes you extremely itchy. It's basically where your liver doesn't absorb the um, the bile acids properly. It's very, it's detrimental to the baby. They have to induce you, all of this stuff. And I go into that to share because I know that, you know, there could be some moms on here that may relate to just that feeling of like, you've got this plan. You want to have this baby. You want to do, you know, you want to, you have an idea of what you think it's going to look like. And then when things change, you're like, oh man. So in that moment, I was like, okay, God, um, obviously this is your, this is your plan. This is your baby. Like I will have a baby as long as, you know, a healthy baby is, I don't care how she's, she comes into the world. He or she comes into the world. So anyway, I get my induction um, scheduled for, um, you know, the end of the week and everything. And, um, so that was a Friday. Well, on Thursday, um, I start having contractions and I'm like, okay, well, these aren't bad. You know, if you've ever been induced, you know, that the Mm -hmm. contractions are intense, you know, with that Pitocin, it can be, uh, yeah, you feel like you're going to die, but, um, obviously I wasn't induced. It, you know, it was just naturally happening. So, um, anyway, 
this was probably about 11 o'clock. So I decide, okay, I'm just going to take a shower. You know, we go to bed. Um, and I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and, uh, I'm like, mm, these seem pretty intense. I'm being woken up my sleep here. Um, maybe something's happening. So I'm like, okay. But even at that moment, I'm like, okay, but I'm able to breathe through them. Like nothing's going on. So I text my doula. So yeah, they discharged me from the the midwifery practice, but they said that they would send a doula with me so that I could still, you know, deliver, um, in the hospital, but have that support as well. Like, you know, my husband there and everything. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, I text her. I'm like, yeah, I'm having contractions, but they're, they seem pretty intense. Um, she's like, okay, well, let me know how you're feeling. Maybe you can take a shower. So I go and take a shower. Tanya, I get out of the shower probably like 45 minutes later. And I'm like, oh my (laughs) gosh, I didn't realize I was in there for that long. So I text her. I'm like, hey, just got out. I had some in there, but I'm still breathing through them. This is probably at like four o'clock now. She's like, okay, maybe you can do some of those exercises I showed you. So I'm like, okay. So I start doing that. As soon as I hop on the bed, my water breaks. And I'm like, oh, okay. But I'm still not thinking it's time yet. So right. So I'm like, okay, well, um, you know, I, my water just broke, but I'm still, you know, I'm okay. Maybe there's some time because one other thing I didn't share with y'all is that with my first, when I was induced, I was in labor for 48 hours and I would never wish that. So I was still thinking I had some time, but anyway, skip forward. I, um, I'm like, I'm not going to leak everywhere. So I'm on the toilet and, uh, I'm like, okay, worst place to be when you are oh in God. labor. It's the best and worst place to be because you can relax. Right. But also. The, but you don't want to have that baby in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> and your contractions get so intense because your body is relaxing. And yeah. so anyway, at that point, I'm like, honey, can you come in here? Like barely able to talk. We get my jewel on the phone. And, um, anyway, she's like, yeah, you guys are not going to make it. You're going to have that baby at home. And I'm in that moment. So your question was, Hey, when you face challenging moments, like how do you deal with them? All I could do is pray, Tanya. I was like, this baby is coming like, and just surrender. And I think that's probably the, the best, um, example I have right now of surrendering, to whatever you're going through, surrender to the process and trust the process and know that you are not going to die. She came at 5, 10 a.m. at home and this beautiful, healthy baby. And, you know, they, ambulance arrived and all of that stuff and everything was okay. And I got my home birth, even though you it did. wasn't. Yeah, look at that. Planned, but, you know, sometimes when, when you're going through things in life, you may think that it's going to happen a certain way. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, once you surrender to the process and you surrender to understanding that you are stronger than you think you are, you can do oh, it. Yeah. And yeah. Um, having that faith. And for me, it's, it's my faith in God. So, yeah, I love that. And I feel like this has been coming up 
so much for me is this theme of surrendering Mm. and just letting go of the control. Mm -hmm. And like just last week, actually, I aired an episode with uh, my girlfriend, Christina Cano. And this was kind of like the theme of the episode was, um, you know, she had got this prenatal diagnosis of trisomy 21. So she had a mm-hmm. baby with down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just talked about, she just shared, you know, how at first it was very devastating and it was scary for her. Um, but this is what she had to do is just let go of the plan that she had for herself mm-hmm. and just surrender to God and have faith and ask him for what she needed, ask him for guidance and also uh, trust her intuition and ask for help from her community, like find a community of people. Mm -hmm. She had to go out and find other moms that were, that have gone through the same thing that um, other moms that were raising kids with Down syndrome from moms that like maybe just had the baby to moms who are, you know, raising, you know, full grown adults that have Down syndrome. Right. Um, but just, yeah, just asking, having the courage to be vulnerable and ask for help when you Mm -hmm. need it. Um, ask for help from God and just from the people around you and just not, not feel that shame. Like, don't be afraid to feel the shame. Don't let that stop you from asking for help. Like, don't be afraid that like what others might think, like that they might think that you're like incapable or I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Just right. who, yeah. who cares? <laughs> like at the end of the day, like let's focus on like, what is the end result that you want? Right. Right. You know, like, and then yeah. what is it? What is it I, for Christina? It was like, she, she wanted a healthy baby. Like she wanted mm-hmm. to um, be able to handle it, which, mm-hmm. you know what, have faith that you can, like, God isn't going to give you anything that you can't handle. Absolutely. I know like it's cliche, but it, I think it's it true. is because it's a truth, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's what do you true. have to say about that? Man, so many things. I think, you know, when I think about my story and just, where I am now in life, um, you realize that he, he doesn't give you more than you can handle, but the promises of God are not automatic. They are acquired by faith. That's not an original. That's from John Revere. I believe he said that sometimes, but, um, yeah, like when you, when you look at your life and you're wondering, man, why am I the one going through this or why, why am I being faced with this challenge? Um, I think for me, I realized that he gave me this story because he trusted me with it. Um, he gave Christina that story because he trusted her with it. Um, he trusted that, okay, you know, she is, you know, going back to Job, right? Like he straight up was like, Hey, Satan, have you seen my servant Job? I'm like, God, why in the world did you, why did you point him out to the enemy? Like that doesn't seem right. But he knew that Job's response was going to be, you know, even when his friends were like, 
hey, you probably have done something wrong to deserve that. You probably did something um, where you're, you know, where you earned that or something like that. And honestly, I had those same thoughts. I was like, man, Lord, like maybe I did something wrong Mm. to deserve, you know, uh, broken relationship or, or to deserve, uh, you know, family members passing away or to deserve, you know, all of the things like when I look at it, but that's, that's just not true at all. His own wife was like, Hey, curse God and die. Can you imagine that? Like, so, but his response was, you know, naked, I came from my mother's womb and naked, I will return, but blessed be the name of the Lord. What was his response when he was, when he lost everything? Like he was very wealthy. He had a beautiful family. They died. Like he lost everything, but he never gave up faith. And that's my response now you know now i'm like okay god you you know why you gave me the story you gave me you knew why you know i grew up not knowing my dad and all of the things right like you you know why and it's because um not only do you trust me with the story but you know that um you'll be glorified through through me because of the things that i've been faced with and because of the challenges that you give us um the enemy wants us to to curse you and to give up but no no we won't we won't give up because we know that if we have a pulse we've got to fight it's deep it's deep yes. but it's, yes. it's so simple all right sky like as we so as we wrap up um i just will you share with our audience like what are your future plans for worthy of honor and your personal journey absolutely so right now, uh, my future plans are, I definitely want to, um, I want for people to understand that they have more in them than they think they, than, you know, they may think they have. And so right now I've got a TikTok and I, we're, we'll talk about this. I know we kind of offline talked about social media and how I feel about it, but it's, <laughs> it's, one, of the, <laughs> it's <laughs> one of those necessary uh, things these days. So I've got a TikTok, y'all. If you want to go follow me, feel yes. Free. So where do they find you? And where do they find you on TikTok? Yes. Is it worthy of uh, honor? Yes, worthy of honor underscore. Okay. You'll find me there and you can follow me. And I've also got a YouTube channel um called Worthy of Honor as well. So you can find me on those two platforms. We'll see if I get an Instagram soon. Um I also have a Twitter, same thing, worthy of honor underscore. So you can find me there. And yeah, my desire is to inspire, is to influence people to understand the truth, because that's what sets you free when you know who you are. Mm -hmm. And again, my own belief, whose you are, who you belong Mm -hmm. to, there's nothing, nothing that is impossible for you. So yeah, you are worthy of honor. So, and yes, and you, and you are, yes, we, we all are worthy and we have these little voices sometimes that like to <laughs> make themselves known every now and again, that like to tell us that we're not worthy and that we're not good enough. Mm-hmm. And no, that that's not true. Like you are worthy. And I love your message guy. Um, thank you. I love I your love, message. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> truly though, like I, I love your mission 
to just build people up and not tear people down just to, to build people up. Yeah, you are a force. And I really appreciate you being on here today. And I think that you're going to inspire and encourage other moms out there to keep going and yeah, to live for their kids. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much, Tanya. So thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Life coaching is all about empowering yourself, leveling up and taking decisive action. It's about learning how to live a more conscious, intentional life, one with passion and purpose being reminded that you are in the driver's seat of this thing called life. Yes, there are things that will happen that are out of your control, but allow me to remind you of the things that are in your control so you can find your way to peace through any storm. Have you ever felt that inner nudge, that restless feeling deep within, like there's more for you out there? I want you to know that it's your soul speaking to you, and I'm here to help you tune in and listen. I believe those whispers are your dreams yearning to come to life. Let's work together to uncover that inner voice decipher its message and turn your dreams into reality. Ready to take that first step? Sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me. Let's embark on this transformative journey together. Your dreams are waiting and I'm here to help you bring them to fruition. Click the link below or simply head to tanyavalentinecoaching.com. That's T-A-N-Y-A-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E coaching.com and click work with me to sign up for your free 30-minute mini session today. 